Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Monday. Happy post-eras Monday. I mean, happy Monday to you and you alone. Let me tell you how I'm struggling. I'm sure you are. Well, of course. With I'm. a range of emotions. Oh, I'm struggling like physically, vocally, like I'm no, I'm dead. not even worried about the physicality for you. Like I feel like emotionally you're struggling, the highs and the lows, it all being behind you, but also you having had such a good time. So like processing the fun, but also it's bittersweet. But also that, yes, so well said. I couldn't, have, I actually couldn't have <laughs> even put it into words as good. Um, but also because like I plan on like doing a three hour episode today telling everyone every minute of every day and like I feel badly because like you were supposed to be there and like I really don't want to like rub it in and like you know I'm not like that you're not you're not and I'm really I'm so happy for you guys and all weekend like you guys were having so much fun and I was just like there watching through you know virtually and I was really excited and happy for you guys when I woke up Sunday morning and I watched the concert footage like that was the only moment where I was like darn 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 I will say it did feel like you were there we did not stop talking about you like the whole time I love that yeah like it was just what's Jax up to how's Jax doing how's Harry like Jax 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 that's so nice yeah that was like the general I want you to tell us everything like we're all living vicariously through you I'm not jealous like it would have been way too much for me like there is no place for me they are the whole weekend like Nashville it's so much, much. yeah so no much that's walking. fair like, so I don't really even feel like RDH or anything like, okay. I'm, I'm just happy that all of you guys had the best time we did let me tell you how the vlog is up so if you want like hardcore footage from the whole weekend of course we've got great concert footage in there behind the scenes of the suite you know the drama with the bus did you hear about the drama with the bus? I didn't. I watched the vlog this morning. Drama with the bus. There was lots of, you know, lots of happening. So it's all in the vlog. It's on Patreon already. I edited it on the plane. I knew if I didn't edit it, I had so many videos. I knew if I didn't edit it on the plane, I would have waited like two weeks. Yeah. So it's up. It's there. Enjoy. But I will tell you guys everything that you need to know about the concert. I'll start at the beginning. But let me just say, like, if you've been thinking, like, should I go to this concert? Like, it's a lot of money. It's it's a lot of money. Like, especially since we traveled, it was just like added expenses. Um, I do not regret one cent spent, except maybe, you know, on the bus because there was drama with the bus, but whatever. It was so next level. It was such a sensational, I don't even, there aren't even words for like the production value for the experience. Like, 
and I was a little panicked because like I really wanted you know to be as close as possible and we were high up like our suite was above the 200 level and I wouldn't have had it any other way there's so many elements there were so many things that she put in so much thought put into like the production of the show that you really can only see at a glance like if you can see the whole thing pyrotechnics the stage is a screen so like it is changing like there was and there were screens everywhere so you could see up close like she really made sure no matter where you are in the stadium like you can see everything we saw everything the seats were amazing oh my god I was exhausted after the first era and I'm like this bitch has to go for two and a half more hours her professionalism and her stamina and her talent were just on display it was unlike anything I've been to a lot of concerts and all of them are amazing there's nothing like seeing Taylor live and this is far and away her most impressive showing yet like she's such a star it was it was emotional it was cathartic it was exciting and bitch I have seen every fucking thing I know the concert front front and back and I was like this is next I was so annoying yeah but people seem to enjoy it in the suite um and I was still on my toes like you know because she throws things in what is she gonna say next like it doesn't even matter having seen the whole production on TikTok months in advance it's still so exciting and I can imagine how really exciting it is if you like have no idea what's coming you know yeah so we got to Nashville on Thursday um the city was ablaze I was talking on the podcast on Friday about how it was just on fire like everything was backed up like oh you order an Uber Eats like it's three times the wait like everything down to like oh you gotta go pee at Starbucks the city was just packed Friday we were supposed to go out on the boat but it was the whole weekend called for rain and that's an important fact I'll come back to later in the story. So we canceled our boat, even though it ended up being beautiful. The, the, the boat company was like, everyone's canceling. You want to cancel? And we were like, okay. We didn't even need to cancel. It was gorgeous. It's like everyone else. I know. Lou. But it actually was a little chilly. I was like, actually happy we weren't on a boat, you know? And that's a lot. Like, I actually think you guys maybe were overestimating your energy, energy levels. Yeah. Like, you had the spritz event that night concert like you can't kick off the weekend with a boat no we took it easy Friday during the day we all just like hung out we all hadn't seen each other so we all just like congregated at the Airbnb where a lot of people were staying and it had like this great patio and you know Shannon got to meet Lauren you know TNN meeting TNN uh the it was red- a brand trip it was a the redheads were there the Snatchler formerly known formerly as the Snatchler known as best of both probably a podcast now a full-time redhead Ben it was a TN oh, shit I should have like branded it as a TNN if I had like even the smallest business acumen like I would have thought of that and like live it and you, like left gift bags on everybody's beds you know like a TNN brand trip shit damn how did we totally miss that that's were- because our friends are our family and our family is our business like yeah. that's just who that's we just, are yeah but damn fuck uh, missed opportunity could have expensed the whole thing literally <laughs> um so we all just like hung out on friday it was nice we just like sat outside ordered so much food hattie b's you know local delicacy and just listened to music and chilled and then friday night was a big it was just a weird weird coincidence we didn't even time it that the weekend we were going to nashville for Eras tour was also going to be the weekend that spritz was going to be available in market in Nashville but it all just happened so coincidentally that we decided to throw this big event at the Thompson Hotel rooftop which is a bar that now carries Spritz Society and it was like Shannon's big coming out party so all like the Nashville influencers were there all the toasters were there it was so much fun like I guess like a party that's like about you is always fun but it was more fun than I expected it it looked really fun it really was and also it's just like a gorgeous rooftop you know it was a premium event space there was charcuterie there was food there was drinks there was spritz it was so fun and we used it as like a little pregame for the night everyone was just having such a blast and really every 
business in Nashville was exclusively playing Taylor. And I thought maybe I, I was like, oh, how nice. I walked in like they're playing Taylor for me. But then it was like there wasn't one other artist being played. It was just like and it was deep cuts like Wonderland, the last great American dynasty, like really deep. And everyone it was just like the city had this like electricity. It was really unlike anything I'll probably ever experience in my life. Like everyone was just there for a common purpose. And the sports event was so fun and I looked so gorgeous. It was just, isn't it great when that works out for you? Like yeah. your outfit works and I didn't even, I wasn't, I, it wasn't even like a fancy event, but I went shopping for the Eras tour. No, you rose to the occasion. And also you're a business owner. You're not just like, you know, someone else going to the An event. attendant. Who's going there to pregame and drink spritz. Like you have to have your business cap on. I had my businesswoman outfit on and it was like spritzy. It was on brand it was I just felt great and when you feel great you feel great you when know you feel great you look great sorry and when I meant, you look great you, you feel, feel great. great that's no when you look great you feel great when you feel great you don't always look great you know you wouldn't know <laughs> right so it was just it was it was a great way to kick off the night and then we went to top golf and you could catch me on every corner of that top golf facility saying it's golf it's not golf it's, it's top golf and it really was top golf <sighs> I'm so glad you brought that up it's not in the vlog. It's on the vlog because like I was being Monica Geller. Like, let's put our names in and let's all go for our turn. And Margo and Ben were like, let me go for Abe's turn. And I was like, come on. Like, Ooh, no so they one. they weren't uh, respecting the integrity of Top Golf. No, it was so annoying. And like, at first, like people were just playing randomly. And then I was like, wait, let's all put our names in and like go for real. And like, you know, when you go bowling, you like put in like dumb names. Yeah. Like, I put in everyone's silly names, you know. And no one was respecting the names. I'm, I'm surprised at Ben that he wouldn't want to like, you know, go over under 90. We have to watch that every weekend. But now here's a real golf competition and you don't want to participate. No, he did. But like he didn't like that he would get to go two times and then have to wait for six other people to go. He's like, Margo, I'll go for you. And Margo was like drinking and like eating and socializing. She was like, yeah, Ben, go. And I'm like, no. Understood. It's unfair. So eventually I gave up. I was like being like such a teacher, but not in a negative way. I love teachers, but teachers enforce rules. Yeah, yeah, I was being such like a rule following like brown noser, honestly. Like I felt myself being toxic and annoying that eventually I gave up. But like it was disheartening. It's really frustrating. Yeah, but like then I, like no one was feeling my vibe and then I was being like the annoying person at Top Golf. So I, I eventually let it go. So there wasn't a winner. I mean, if there was going to be a winner, it was going to be Ben. It was like, it was unfair. Yeah. And you know what? We had two bays. We should have split it up, girls and boys. 100%. But Ben wanted to like stunt on the girls. All the <laughs> By the way, he was the only boy. Well, actually, Abe and Ryan were with us too, but they don't play golf. So like, it doesn't matter. Ben was like the only like golfer who wanted to play with the girls. Yeah. He was being so toxic. Because he wanted to crush you. Literally. <laughs> literally. And he did. So it's like, oh, how fun. It got, I was like, great. This is so fun, Ben. Thanks. <laughs> But it was also just like a great place to decompress from the spritz event. Load up. We ate so much. Ben ate too much. Ben had to go home afterwards. Like I, you're spoiling all, the vlog. I'm spoiling the vlog. Um, but it was it was actually so much fun, and there were like so many toasters there, and there was like actually everyone was freaking out. I don't know who it was, but like this big draft pick from the NFL was like right next to us, and everyone was like, "Did Ben know who?" Because I actually watched a lot of the draft. I might even know who. Uh, I, I don't know if Ben knew, but I'm sure he did. Like, everyone knew. And we were, like, throwing Margo and Emily. We are like, go, go. And they were like, no. I'm like, come on, girls. My God. To be young. Youth is wasted on the young. Literally. Um, so it was just fabulous. And also, it was just, like, a hot spot. You know, it was packed. And it was a great beverage, drink situation before. We all needed to, like, reload, recharge after spritz before the honky-tonks. Then we went. Oh, and when we left Topgolf, I don't really understand, like, the geography of... Nashville mm -hmm. but we must have been close to the stadium because when we walked out we heard the one 
Oh my God. And everyone was like, that's a stadium. I'm like, no, it's someone's Uber. Like this Uber had just pulled up. I'm like, you guys, I was being so like negative. I'm like, it's not. And then we heard like crazy applause. I was like, oh my God, it's the stadium. It was actually so cool. And it just made it like even more exciting for the next night. We're like, we're getting bits and pieces, bits and pieces. So then we went honky tonking. Always a blast. Like, and it was Friday day was Pete, who was our friend Kristen's husband, his birthday. So at Top Golf we celebrated. And then at midnight at the Honky Tonks, we kind of transferred, you know, a transition of power to the Snatchler's birthday. Yes. We like took shots at midnight. The to Honky Tonk band. It was like there was kind of drama. There's always drama. So let me tell you, those honky tonk cover bands, like they're on a power trip. Like Rightfully so. Yeah. Like they are the they are the Taylor Swift of that establishment. Right. And they did not like the comparison. Because everyone at the bar was girls in sparkly hats. Like, sure, play Dirk Bentley, play whatever, but like play Taylor. Come on. Like some of us weren't able to get tickets. Some of us are going tomorrow. Like we're here for Taylor. Like, give us something. Yeah. My God, after every song they played, and we were being good audience members. We were like, Yeah, we love the song. And then everyone would start to chant Taylor, Taylor. These guys did not like that. Like, they were very, like, toxic masculinity. Like, they were like, you want to see Taylor? Go buy money. We're not making money on Taylor. We're like, oh, my God. <laughs> calm down. Like, chill. Like, she has some country deep cuts. Like, you could play it. No, like, like, you could do your own thing with it. No, and at the end of the day, like, when you're uh, a honky-tonk cover band, like, so much of your money is made from tips and song requests. You have to pay for song requests. So, like, it would only behoove you to give the crowd what they want. But, like, I literally paid $20 twice for two different songs and they didn't play it. And I was like, wait, like, what about mine? He's like, somebody just gave me 45. Like, it was really like an auction. It was so toxic in there. Like, it was just like, I was like, okay, I guess. The thing is, it always is, even outside of Taylor. Like, if you you request certain country songs, like either they're too niche and not everyone knows the words and they won't play it. Or it's like too corny. They're just like kind of on a power trip that they're the real country artists. And like all these tourists are faking, but like, yeah, we're fucking tourists. Like like, we came from the national experience. Play life is a highway. Literally. Not Alan Jackson. (laughs) Not the Alan Jackson slander. Jackie, you don't respect Alan Jackson? I don't know her. That's such a niche toast story I don't even remember it can you tell me it? like we were honky-tonking with toasters like many years ago many years ago what after like we did something in Nashville one of your shows or we did a toast live show we were having the best time you know we, we just keep requesting the same three songs right and Luke Holmes Rascal Flats and like Shania Twain yeah and then the band played like an Alan Jackson song and Claudia and I were like visibly pissed and just went to do like something else we were just and, over it and we weren't hiding it and one of the toasters came up to you and was like you don't respect Alan Jackson. She was dead fucking she serious. She was dead serious. <laughs> I was like, no, do you? <laughs> like, I was like, why am I in trouble? I was like, no. I, I literally, honestly, at that moment, I hadn't heard of Alan Jackson. Me, and I, I haven't like, heard of him since. You know, I'm like, like I know he's Until like- Until they make a biopic about him, I don't know him. So true. And like, I respect country music, but like, I draw the line at Alan Jackson. <laughs> no, it's like, listen, just leave us alone. No, I, like, we're just trying to have fun. You know, we're just trying to have fun. Yeah, like- just stop. Yeah, and like, I don't need to be yelled at. Like, I'm drunk, you know? Yeah. So they were like, then they finally played Love Story. And it happened to be at midnight when the clock strike 12 for Margot. Somebody brought us a round of shots. Like, it was really a hallelujah night. Like, it was perfect. I think Snatcher had, like, the best birthday. It was so fun. And then I exerted, like, so much energy at Love Story. Like, I needed to take a break. So I went outside with my friend Abe and once you leave the bar the bars were so crazy the lines like once you leave like it's not like you can just come back in so we got kicked out I was like oh 
I guess we'll go home. Like it was, yeah. it was for the best. So I was honestly needed to go home. And some of the people in our group stayed out till three. And like, if I stayed out till three, I know my limits. Like I would not have been okay for the Taylor. The girl you needed to be for Taylor. You had so to you do it what? for Taylor. Everything happens the way that it was meant to happen. But it was like honky tonking. I've never had a bad time honky tonking. And I know those bars on Broadway are considered like touristy. I think there is no greater place. Like I will never turn down a night out at on Broadway so much fun I mean the lines it was crazy and we left at 12 30 and we walked from Broadway back to our hotel 10 minute walk and that was an hour and a half after the Taylor concert had ended and it was a mass exodus still because like the pedestrian bridge that basically takes you from the stadium you cross the bridge back into like downtown Nashville where the bars are herds of people an hour and a half later like I couldn't believe how I thought maybe we like escaped the post-concert drama because it was an hour and a half after the concert had ended Oh my God. I was like, it was, it was pandemonium. Like me and Abe were like, literally like if we didn't hold hands, like we would have gotten lost in the mix. It was crazy. Ben missed the whole night because he ate too much at Top Golf, and you'll hear why in the vlog. Then Saturday day, I'm going to tell you about, but it's brought to you by, and wait, a new sponsor. I'm so excited about you guys. Chamberlain Coffee is a new sponsor of the toast. So introducing Chamberlain Coffee's new ready-to-drink collection inspired by Emma Chamberlain's uh, daily cold brew recipe. So Chamberlain Coffee just launched four plant-based latte flavors in a can that are available exclusively at Walmart. You shake them well, serve them cold for the best coffee experience. I saw um, like weeks ago, everybody like gagging that these were available at Walmart on TikTok. And we have them at the studio now. And you know what? Because I'm like, you know, transitioning into like my coffee era. Mm-hmm. they're delicious and something about it being in a can just like so easily readily available when you were out we had all of our guests come and I was like can I get you anything like coffee everyone drank the Chamberlain coffee they loved it poured it over ice some drank it straight from the can it was That's really like my favorite story of yours which I'll tell after this ad break <laughs> yes. and it's Chamberlain coffee would have solved all your problems now you can take your <laughs> now you can take your favorite cold brew latte on the go anytime anywhere you'll have coffee on hand to grab in seconds anytime and there's no prep required so if like you every like me everything you touch in the kitchen turns to like crap just save yourself the trouble. You don't need a bunch of ingredients. Just get the cans. Leave them in your fridge. It's good when you have company over. It's good in the morning. Grab it on the go. You know, we're gals on the go. We're girlies with businesses. We're taking trips. We're doing things. Chamberlain Coffee. For a limited time, our listeners can get a free Chamberlain Coffee latte when they purchase the can. Terms and conditions apply. Visit chamberlaincoffee.co slash the toast for the offer details. Again, that's chamberlaincoffee.co slash the toast for offer details. Terms and conditions apply. Um, yeah, tell that story. It's the funniest thing. So when Claudia moved into her first big girl apartment, she was so excited about all her big girl things and she was having people over because she was doing like a photo shoot at her house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Claudia wanted to be like the house that is always stocked and has the chargers and has like everything you need. So she's like fills up on Diet Coke, water, seltzer, anything. So she has all these people in her house and she's like so excited to be hostess with Moses. Like, can I get you anything? Coffee, I mean, a water, seltzer soda and they're like yeah I'll take a, co- a coffee and I at that point I only recently started drinking coffee like it never even crossed my mind that like a thing people drink in other people's homes is like a coffee I didn't even have like a Keurig or nothing I was no. like a coffee I was like an alien from another planet I'm, how do you make a coffee I was like do you guys want anything like I have everything like let me get you a seltzer like a sparkling yeah I'll take a coffee coffee it was like a moment I will never forget because I felt so dumb. You just weren't as grown as he thought you were. I wasn't as grown as I thought I was. And honestly, like, I just was really thinking of myself. Like, when I go to people's home, I'll take a Diet Coke, right. a Snapple, a seltzer, a water, Pellegrino. 
I've never once asked for a coffee and <laughs> but it's a very normal thing to ask for Duh. and even if you don't drink coffee like you don't need a big ass Keurig in your house right. but a couple Chamberlain coffees on we'll would have cured it all um, okay so Saturday day of concert we knew we needed to take it easy but there was a Knicks game so Ben obviously like had to make us all go you know watch it and we were gonna go to a bar but then we were like you know let's just go back to the Airbnb and watch it they had this great outdoor area so we really just took it easy I mean the concert she goes on at eight Phoebe Bridgers went on at seven. I think there was another opener at six. With all the traffic and everything, like we all decided to be ready by five o'clock and like have some drinks and leave at six. Like we didn't, I mean, we all met up at my hotel and it was only a mile from. Who was the other opener? I don't know. Was it, it wasn't ABCDEFU? Oh yes, it was. We saw her. Oh. Sorry, Gail. Oh, I didn't know you saw her. I thought it was just playing on the speakers. Do you have FOMO from that? Your favorite girl. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie loves that no, song. No, it's not 10 things I hate about you. Dana's husband, Josh, loved it that song he was like so happy we made it in time he was like hey. it was so funny how all the husbands had like different they all really like knew and loved Taylor but Kristen's husband Pete who was like the MVP of the weekend I didn't realize how big of a Swifty he was is the biggest Phoebe Bridgers fan we were like taking videos of him he looked so sweet and innocent like everyone we weren't like a big Phoebe Bridgers crew but we all sat and like watched and respected but he was like standing up and like swaying and he knew all the words it was the cutest thing like it was so cute so I was really glad he got that moment um but so we didn't really do anything because we all like took our time getting ready and we were like making TikToks and stuff. So we literally woke up like eight, watched some of the next game, but pretty much spent the whole day getting ready for the concert. And all my outfit trial and tribulations is in the vlog because there was a journey and I was alone with Ben, who's always like, you look great. And I'm like, really? He's like, actually, no, like so unhelpful. So we met up at my hotel. Shannon and her friend Kyle did come with us, although they weren't in our suite. But like, honestly, to get to the stadium is such chaos. Like we all needed to go together. And it was pretty seamless, honestly. Um, we had a parking pass. There was traffic, but we had accounted time-wise. By the time we get there, got there, Gail was in the middle of her set. So it was good. We had food and drinks in the suite. Honestly, like it was a huge luxury to be in the suite. And because we were so many people, the cost of the suite and the cost like per person wasn't like that much more than what I'm sure everyone else paid. The tickets were really expensive. But the fact that we like didn't have to go wait in lines for food and that was like the biggest privilege it was so luxurious honestly and of course I did the menu because I'm like you know the director of this trip and I think I did a good job even though like there was I heard some people talking some shit about my hummus wraps like that that wasn't cool it's but you need to have a vegetarian option right because Abe Margot Ben don't eat meat I'm sure there's other people in the group who don't eat meat so I did chicken fingers for like everyone a Caesar salad for the health conscious crew and grilled vegetable hummus wraps not good? No, it's like that's the vegetarian option, but it's never good. It's no. never been good. I've never had a good one. And like I ate before. So like I, I was really more focused on the the liquor. And I didn't want to order like so much food. Like the shit, it was so pricey. Like yeah. I was just trying to like get us bare minimum so nobody like fainted from, you know, exertion. Mm -hmm. So and mac and cheese. I did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we all like just chilled and drank until the concert. Like the energy, like we all were just like freaking. Like it was... It was just, it was so exciting. And there was, you know, like about an hour that we all just like were waiting and it was so exciting. And we weren't even like, we weren't even like annoyed. We were just like 59 minutes, 58 minutes. And then the show started. From the minute that bitch got on stage to the minute she left, like she did not stop. What did it, she open with? It's been a long time coming, but it's you and me. That's my whole, a very short Miss Americana. And then straight into Death by a Thousand Cuts, which was really just. What was your favorite era to watch? 
Oh my God, that's such a good question. I will say like I was really in my feelings and like feeling just like out of this world during Lover because it was the first one. Yeah. And And Lover's like underrated. I agree. The songs themselves are underrated. I think they were like kind of eclipsed by the era, the phoniness of the era. But the songs are, sorry. Wow. It was just like, I think you mean the aesthetic. Yeah. The the aesthetic was like very phony, especially after Reputation. Like she went from so dark. Like it was just like, a, a very manufactured. Well, I think f- it was eclipsed by like the singles. Me, you need to calm down. It was like, like those songs are really yeah, not, not my favorite. Like heart, like touching your heart. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. It's not what Taylor can do best. And then you forget about the Archer. Yes. Oh even my god, though that was a single. The Archer, like, really got to me. I don't even. That's not even like one of my favorite songs. I was so moved by it. Once her voice sounded so good, the visuals were just like these pastel clouds. It was all very ethereal, and I just was like. It was, that was the song where I was like, wow, like I'm seeing this bitch. Like I've been thinking about this for so long and, and it was just, it was overwhelming and it was very emotional and like the Archer really got to me and I wouldn't have expected that, you know? Yeah. And so in terms of my favorite, I'm such an ever more girly, like folklore. I, I have to probably say those, but there wasn't a bad era in the place. Even I thought like by the time Midnight's came around, I was like, I'll probably be tired. And Midnight's is really not one of my like top five albums. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll be like, sit. I couldn't get enough. I have a whole new respect for Midnight. I'm obsessed with Midnight. Mastermind. Like I was guffawed. Like I was not okay. If anything, the concert gave me an appreciation for eras I might have looked past in the past, you know? Yeah. Like Lover. Like Lover. Like Midnight's. Because like I'm, like you know me, I'm such a... How was Reputation? Reputation. Always good. It's such a good vibe. And you know me, like I hate Look What You Made Me Do. Like I think it's the worst song ever. After 10 years, it's grown on me. Jackie, I was popping my pussy so fucking hard. But it was I ahead of its time. I agree. The whole album was Remember like, when we first listened to it, it came out at midnight, we were in the Bahamas, yep. and we were like, the fuck is We were this? so confused. It was exactly, perfectly put, so ahead of its time. Reputation was amazing. And the graphics, and that's why I was like so happy we were up, because there was like this light show that you couldn't see if you were on the floor. There was fire. There was fireworks. Like, it was such a production. Like, it was... Reputation was sickening. And tell us about the moon during All Too Well. I saw that moon from my window. So in terms of the rain, let me go back to that. It was supposed to rain Friday night and people were freaking out. And it didn't, but it drizzled a little bit during Fearless. And everyone was like, oh, this is kismet and beautiful. Like, no problem. We couldn't have had a more gorgeous day. Except it was like a little cloudy, but who cares? Like, that means it wasn't sunny. A little cloudy. So the moon wasn't out. And I wouldn't have even noticed if the moon was out. Like, I'm not, like, I wasn't at the moon. Yeah. But during All Too Well 10-minute version, literally we were watching. I don't know who pointed it out. These clouds started to part. And out came a full, I didn't even realize it was a full moon. The most gorgeous yellow full moon during All Too Well 10-minute version. Just like literally shining a light on the stadium. It was giving like godly vibes. Like it was, it was crazy. Like we were all, we couldn't, we couldn't get over it. We were talking about the moon the whole time. It was magical. 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 How was all too well 10 minutes? I think that was the part in when I was watching your guys' stories where I was like, darn, darn, darn. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, I mean, there was drama. She was like about to start singing it. Or no, where was the drama? Yeah, she was like, she was about to start singing it and her in-ears went out. So she's like, hey guys, I can't hear my in-ears. And then she was like, just like dilly-dallying and then they came back. And then she did the Phoebe Bridgers performance. Phoebe Bridgers came out to sing Nothing New, which was so good. And before they started that, her ears went out again and they didn't come back. So literally two like tech guys came out 
her thing had gotten unpacked, uh, her pack in, on her back had gotten unplugged. So they plugged it back in, but she was like explaining, she's like, you guys, I cannot perform with these. Like if you only could hear what I hear without these things in, like I hear every voice in this stadium echoed over and over and over. So it was like a lesson in tech, you know me, a tech girl, I, I loved it. I loved it. And then, so there was a lot of drama, but all too well, 10 minute version. You, you would think like, wow, she spends 10 minutes on one song. Not long enough. It might as well have been 30 seconds. Like it was, her vocals are so good. And I will say like throughout her career, she's definitely focused on getting her vocals to like the best place. She did not miss a single note, a high note. Really her register goes so low. Me and Abe were singing, we were like, I'm like a water when you should bro. Her register goes so low, but also so high. It's so impressive. Or when it's, I remember it all Yo. too well. Uh, Champagne <laughs> problems. Like, it, I was like, okay, Manon. Like it was giving like low register. Her vocals were on point. Her dancing is so good. Like. Every, there was, I can't even, I can't criticize one thing. And you know me, I'm a, like a professional critic, even for things that I love, like I could criticize. I would have said it was too long. You know, I got tired. It wasn't long enough. When I got back on the bus, I was like energized. I, I cannot complain about one thing. The weather was perfect. The energy, like everyone in the stadium, like you saw friends, you saw mothers and daughters, like son, fathers and daughters. Like it was so sweet. There wasn't one miserable person in the whole Except stadium. Except for that girl that made that Sorry. TikTok. There, there was, was one miserable person. Somebody made a TikTok that went viral talking about how she got seated next. Did it next, go viral? Yes. 300,000 views. Talking about how it got, she got seated next to the most annoying fake ass Swifty fake influencer who didn't stop filming the whole time. And the person she was talking about was Shannon. Shannon, who is the biggest Swifty. Uh, she's not a fake ass influencer. She's extremely legitimate. She has a podcast on TNN. Um, and what's wrong? Did you see every, literally everyone films the whole time? What we should all spend all of our money not to remember this. Like so rude. And the girl's video blew up and the comments were so here for Shannon. Everyone being like, you're giving mean girl energy. Taylor has literally said like, there's nothing worse than people who like make fun of someone else for being excited about something. That's like, so a not Taylor thing. Yeah. And every, first of all, like, have you seen the Eras tour channel on TikTok? Everyone films everything. Like that's okay. I thought we were past like making fun of people for filming. Like it was so loser energy. And I'm so and glad the comments like were on Shannon's side and Shannon left the best comment. Like there couldn't have been a better rebuttal. She literally responded. I had a marvelous time ruining everything. Like best comment ever. And the girl, like, it's just like, you literally spent all this money for you. And I think she was with her daughter to be on floor seats. And you're going to spend the whole time thinking about the girl next to you. Look, watch the videos that she posted. Shannon's having the time of her life and you're fucking Drake miserable, cup, miserable face. Like, please. Miserable way. So besides for her, everyone in the stadium was just like <laughs> understanding how this was like the night of our lives. Like we were all collectively going to have a hallelujah night. Everyone was passing around friendship bracelets. I got friendship so bracelets. People, so what's that about at the show? You know, I didn't know there was a thing. I was like, I guess people are just, oh, it's about make the friendship bracelets. Take the moment and taste it. You got did, that, did someone dress up as a friendship bracelet? I'm sure that they did. Did you see any good outfits of people dressed up like in something memorable? Not memorable I wasn't really looking but everyone just looked like they were in their Sunday best so you know like sparkles yeah. everyone did glam like everyone looked nice and it was nice that is nice so what do your bracelets say um one of them says dirty Lou I was in a suite so like I couldn't get them but Shannon got back on the bus she's like Claudia I have a thousand bracelets for you um one of them says toaster's version oh I love that you want it take it thank you and then the other one says see the good which obviously wasn't meant for me no. Because I see the bad. That's, no, no, yeah. that's not. I wouldn't say that's your brand. It was just. Were there any other songs that 
hit you differently than you expected that like were peak moments for you like the archer marjorie I, and by the way, I was excited. Marjorie's one of my favorites from Evermore, but it was never a song like I really related to. Um, and that's just because I wasn't listening to it in the right way. Mm -hmm. And that's what Abe and I were saying, because Abe got really choked up during Lover. And he's like, I never thought about that song through the perspective of friendship. Like, Aww. and he was just there with like people who love him. Like, it was really sweet. And for me, Marjorie, I know it's about her grandma, but like, if you listen to it, it's actually a song just like about grief. Mm -hmm. And I got really choked up and it was just, it was so beautiful. Champagne Problems. There were like songs I've been waiting to hear live my whole life. And I got to hear them, you know? Like? Fearless. Yeah. I had never heard Fearless Live because my first Taylor show was 1989. Yeah. And she only did songs from 1989. She did a bunch of songs from other albums in Reputation, but she didn't sing Fearless. Um, and like for me, like I was going through the experience of like listening to all these songs and then thinking back like, what point in my life I used to listen to these songs? Like when we all lived together, we used to listen to Fearless. Like, yeah, it was like emotional in that way because I was thinking about like all the times in my life. Oh man, like not me like gonna cry again. Like, just thinking about all the times in my life where like I had heard those songs and it was just like putting into perspective because she was saying like these are songs from the last seventeen years of my career and I'm like, damn, I've been there for most of it. So it was just, it was uh, it was like an outer body experience. It really was. It was it was amazing and I, I honestly, I cannot recommend going I think like uh, of course everyone wants to go but people are like I don't know it's a lot of work and it's a lot of travel like if you can do it I think it'll be a night like I will be remembering for the rest of my life like it was so magical and then the surprise songs I don't want to spoil the vlog was that not the best part of the vlog I you know what I had watched um I just wanted to oh my god not you skipping through my vlog I skipped through a little bit of the concert because oh. I'd watch it on stories and I wanted to like give you my okay that it was good to go okay well you but should watch it because there was out. like there was kind of like a misunderstanding between like me and Taylor I um I'll just just watch it in the vlog I thought we were getting a, a song on my list when she played out of the woods because she's giving hints and I was like pretty sure I figured it out and it ended up being out of the woods which is for me like I don't think I could have gotten a better song like it wasn't even on my list but it doesn't like that is my favorite fucking song like so happy and then we got 15 and Abigail was there and so we should have known. We should have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so, that's another song. Like we used to listen like at camp, like, and Kristen was there and Kristen is our friend from camp. And it was just like, it was too much. Like it was, so, it was honestly, I have no complaints about my secret songs. Like, of course I wanted peace, but like, who cares? Like I got two such good songs. I can't even complain. And you know, I could complain about anything. Um, and there were actually a lot of celebs there. Reese Witherspoon was at our show. Mariska Hargitay was at our show. Gigi, Matt Healy. Story. Okay. Stories. So we get... In the stories. Matt Healy. Oh, okay. It's part of the stories. Okay, because we sat down for Phoebe Bridgers and Margo was like editing her photos. And I was like, Margo, I think that's Matt Healy playing the guitar. She's like, no, it's not. I'm like, Snatcher, like, I'm telling you it is. She like dismissed me for five minutes until they put it back on screen. I'm like, Snatcher, look, look, look. And it was him. And I know they're friends and like maybe that's not weird, but there's a lot at play. There's a lot at play and we'll get to all of it in the stories. So that's your full Nashville Eras recap. Best night of my fucking life. If you want like the boots on the ground behind the scenes look, everyone's outfits, everyone's favorite parts, head over to patreon.com slash the toast. The vlog is up. It's one of Turdy's best directorial efforts, I would say. Thank you. Also, I just want to like clue you in. Um, Becky... If everyone starts calling her Rita now, I just have to tell you that there was um, a redhead who we were all sitting in the lobby of the hotel and she goes to Dana. Are you Dana from the toast? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, Rita. She confused Rit with Rita. But honestly, it's her new name now. And we're all obsessed. She is a Rita. No, honestly, I can't believe we never called her Rita before. Like it, it was so seamless. Like it's Rita. 
<laughs> you know, like it's that's Rita. like when Tony Lou came out, right? Like some nicknames just stick, and yeah. she's Rita now. So if you feel confused as to why we're now calling Becky from the Redheads Rita, that's why. It's like Altivia, exactly, and of course Satchel, Satchel the Satchler, <laughs> and Happy Birthday Satchel. And then we got to celebrate last night together. Oh. You guys came home. Oh, and yes. we had a nice night together. Happy birthday, Satchel. Happy birthday, Pete. E- literally everyone is born this week. It was Shapiro's birthday. It was Wine Reb's birthday. Mm-hmm. And today is my friend Alicia's birthday. Happy birthday, Alicia. I have to text you. Happy birthday, Alicia. Like, it's just birthday. Everyone I know. I don't know if it's just like a me thing or if it's like a universal thing. Or maybe you just attract Tauruses. Everyone I know. I hate, can't believe I said that. Yeah, that was like so losery of you. No, I think there's people who like, are like, yeah, she attracts Tauruses. Yeah, but you're not one of those people. No, I know, but I was just speaking for them. Okay. We do represent everyone. And I'm just trying to offer an alternative perspective. Yeah. Like, we don't really attract a lot of Leos. Actually, like, Margot Fish is a Leo. Danny Hemler's a Leo. Okay. We don't attract a lot of Pisces. Uh, See, I don't know which one Pisces is. But you would know if you knew. Yeah, no, you're... Facts, facts, facts. (laughs) Facts, facts, facts. Okay, should we get into the stories? I mean, even though, we like, have no choice. That was the main story. We have no choice. But without further, it just feels moot to talk about anything other than eras. Well, but like, good news is our first story is more eras talk. Okay. Also, have it's, you heard about this book conspiracy theory? No. I'll tell you about it. Without further ado, did it did it do? Here are the fast five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Now let me tell you how the Airbnb this weekend was stocked with Liquid IV and it kept the group alive. People were like throwing them in their purses. It was like, it's kind of like a currency. Like I'll give you a Liquid IV for a pack of cigarettes. Like literally, I'm just kidding, not cigarettes, but like you know what I mean. So one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. So on a weekend like this weekend, hydration is key. We were drinking, we were sweating, we were outside. Staying on top of your hydration and making the most of your water consumption with a liquid IV stick is the thing to do. They come in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. I love a strawberry. Delicious. They contain five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. So if you're exerting a lot of effort or if you're you know, going to dehydrate yourself from drinking, staying on top and making sure you drink liquid IV is the smart thing to do. That's why I'm here today. It's made with premium ingredients. It has three times the electrolytes of a traditional sports drink, and it's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab your liquid IV nationwide uh, in bulk at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TOAST at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TOAST at liquidiv.com. Liquid IV, in my opinion, is the unofficial sponsor of the Eras Tour because like you're going to be dancing. You're going to be shaking it off. You're going to be sweating. You might be cocktailing. Like You need a Liquid IV in your purse Put it in your clear bag. Take it before the concert, after the concert. You will thank me. Today's episode is also brought to you by Kitsch. They say that hair care is the new skincare, but there is one brand that has taken it to the next level. With a cult-like following, Kitsch has created game-changing essentials beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop at the shower. So whatever your budget, whatever your skin type, and whatever your hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. So... Their hair care products are some of my favorite. I've recently switched to a satin pillowcase and a satin eye mask from Kitsch and I no longer wake up with like a rat's nest. You should have seen me in Nashville. My hair was so crazy because I didn't have my Kitsch products. And I had to like redo my hair every morning, which just like causes more heat damage, takes more time and it's just like an annoying effort. But sleeping on a satin pillowcase is such a fabulous 
thing and the ones from Kitsch are really affordable and really good. They also have heatless satin curling rollers so you can say goodbye to heat damage. They are the original OG heatless curlers. Don't settle for the knockoffs. Get the ones that started the craze. Everyone on TikTok is obsessed. They also have rice water shampoo bars that could help with overall hair growth and density and rosemary scalp oil that will help support scalp health and hair strength from root to tip. So if you're suffering from like thinning or hair loss, that rosemary scalp oil is really good and proven to work. And rice water, which is like a hack to get your hair to grow. They come in shampoo bars now. So right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast. That's right, 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch.com. M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash toast. That's mykitch.com slash toast for 30% off your order. Thank you, Turdy Lou. You're welcome, Jackie O. Our first story, Taylor Swift and rumored beau Maddie Healy are pictured for the first time together as they head to her condo following her Eras show. They were spotted in the car. Very blurry pics, but I'm, it is him and it is it's her. Him. He went to all three nights of the Eras tour and it's kind of the Nashville confirmation that I said we were going to get. No, I am shocked. Like I, like, I don't know what this could mean if not that they're dating. And, you know, Taylor has been single, actually recently heard from like a good source, since December. So like, she's ready to go. So some people are like, this is fast. It's really not. Like she's been single since December. He's so supportive. Like he was on like the other side of the world doing, he's on like doing shows and stuff. Like yeah. he's a busy, successful person. So he came for all three nights in Nashville. Nashville is like a special place to Taylor. It's where she got the, her star, you know, Bluebird Cafe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's giving supportive boyfriend. It's giving boyfriend, right? It's giving boyfriend. And the other piece of news was that they appeared to mouth secret messages yes! to each other at their concert. So he did a show May 3rd in the Philippines. And it looks like he says, this is about you. You know who you are. I love you while on stage. He just, he just like, mouthed it, it between Random. songs. Then at her, but he's like this quirky, tortured artist. So nobody thought artists are like weird. Yeah, yeah. He could be talking, saying anything to anyone. But then Taylor, the first night in her Nashville show, did the same thing thing and mouthed the same thing. So maybe that's like a lyric. Maybe it's. I'm trying to just think like if they're not dating, what it could be. Maybe they're coming out with a song and this is like a lyric on it. That's like not a bad call. No, I feel like it's. No, they're dating. But the song was for Midnight. So if she wrote it like a long time ago, right. is it really about him? Or maybe it's like, here's a song that I wrote a while ago, but sums up how I feel about you. I, d- I don't know. Which song was it again? I don't know. Oh, I didn't even think to like look into what song it was. She's wearing her white dress. It's It wasn't Midnight's. No, it was like a folklore. It was folklore. It was folklore. Because she's wearing that white ethereal dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the motherfucking song? I don't even think it matters. Like... But this is about you. Oh, yeah. So I want to know what she would say to him. I am so confused. Like, I just want to say, like, I'm so here for it. And this is just exciting. Like, I'm, I really didn't think we would get, like, so soon or really ever, like, Taylor's single era, like, with other celebs. Like, she's, I feel like she's just loving, like, she's the most famous she's ever been. She's the most universally beloved, the most re- well-respected, especially after last night, her show, like coming off the heels of like Morgan Wallen canceling his stadium tour, like because his voice hurt, but like, you know, people He canceled said, a week, right? Canceled three shows, but like the night of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, sorry, you just made it seem like the whole tour was off. No, sorry. So like coming off the heels of that, like last night, Taylor, it was pouring rain. It was lightning. So like most people just would have canceled. Taylor waited like a couple hours for it all to pass, brought everyone back into the stadium after they like sheltered in place and proceeded to do a show till two in the morning in the pouring rain she had to pay like a big fine I think like a hundred grand because she went past curfew the sound ordinance or whatever like so professional like do anything for her fans like she's in this 
place. She's never been more successful, more loved, more popular. And like, we're just eating it up. And now like, there's like an element of like dating to it. How exciting is that? Yeah. And she's in control of all of it. Like, I feel yeah. like she's been really popular in her career, but never had like this level of just like total control. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. You know? Yeah. So like everything we're seeing, like she wants us to see, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she could have gotten back into her speaker and went home to her condo. Right. And we would never have seen her with Matt. Right. Maddie. Maddie, I'm yeah. I'm going to call him Matt just because I don't know him like that. Yeah, no, it feels weird to like, call someone a nickname when you don't like really know them. Yeah. Especially Maddie. like Maddie. That's like very cozy. Yeah. Intimate. I know that's what his fans call him, but I can't say I'm one of them yet. That's fine. That's fine. I haven't listened to Chocolate. I've only heard Chocolate Claudia's version. So I want like chocolate. You I'm only a fan of Claudia Healy. You're only a fair a fan of the nineteen seventy five Claudia's version. Yeah. Wait, this book thing. What? Okay. So you know, like when books are on like the slate to be published, like they haven't been announced yet. All the bookstores and the publishers, they get titles. That's how people's books get leaked. Like it's not yeah, but that that's the process. Right. It's not like high security. Yeah. There is like a somebody noticed like there's like a, a a book coming out that they won't release the name or the title or the author for. And it comes out, I think, July 9th. That July 9th, the beat of your heart, it jumps through your skirt. And then this weekend when Taylor announced Speak Now, Taylor's version, her message on Instagram said, Dear Reader, which everyone could think is like a, a hark back to her song, Dear Reader from Midnight's. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just making us all think. So you think there's a Taylor's writing a memoir that's coming out July 9th? A lot of people do. The book is on Amazon with no title, no nothing. And it's like the number one. People are pre-ordering it. It's the number one book. And it might just be this like unknown artist who's like, I mean, unknown author. Yeah, someone who like didn't get their things in on time. Who has the number one book on Amazon and they don't even know it. But people are really convinced it's Taylor's book. I mean, if if Taylor's book, we're choosing it for the redheads and I'm coming on. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if she would do a book in the middle of a tour. You know, I don't know. It, yeah, it's interesting timing, especially and two days after Speak Now comes out. Right, it's like it's like a little much. It's just a little random. I don't know. This could be like you crazy ass Swifties. Yeah, no, it could be. It could be. But it also could just be so obvious. But there's literally nothing obvious about it except for the fact that there's a book on Amazon. And she said, dear reader. July 9th, too. Because, you know, she does important dates. Well, she has a lot of dates in her arsenal. So Yes. Like, July 9th, though, is one of them. How, but like that could just be a coincidence if she has 10 dates that are like Taylor dates also, that's one any, of them the 13th of any month so 12 13th dates. of every, every month April 29th July 9th December I, 13th maybe even the 31st of every month why no 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 but she does like everything you know maybe Gamatria October 3rd why 10 and 3 yeah but then you'd have to include 23 8 10 23 so it wouldn't you be... You have to include the year? Yeah. So like it would actually be like something that needs to equal eight. Like 5-3-23. June 3rd. Or January, February, March. May 3rd. That's when you saw her, no? No. That's... Mm-hmm. No. The 6th. No, I hear what you're saying. But July 9th is not anything to just scoff at. Like it is something. But it's... Everything is something. I mean, a book would be so good. So good. She's such a prolific writer. I just like, I don't want to get excited. I don't, I don't like to go down these rabbit holes with I know, you guys. I know. No, I, I actually have been like taking a step back from the rabbit holes. Like I find them extremely toxic. But this one, like I kind of slipped into and it's like, I kind of feel it. I just think it's too random of timing. In the middle of the tour, two days after the timing now, is weird. TV, 
Oh, and we forgot to talk about that she announced Speak Now TV. We knew we she was going to. like, shot your pants if she announced it at your show. Yeah. It's probably for the best, honestly. Like, because I honestly, I did have diarrhea this weekend. Because then you would have your skirt, your new skirt. <laughs> totally. It was a pricey skirt, too. Like, I can't be shitting in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been cool. The art is gorgeous. Yes, all the new artwork for, like, her albums that she's, like, obviously just recreating them, but, like, in a more mature and, like, slightly different. And somebody pointed out, like, you know, she's pretty much turned in every, you know, of her original. And she's turning the other way. It's, like, turning a new leaf. Like, in Speak Now, she's, you know, turned over her left. But in Speak Now, Taylor's version, she's turned to her right. And that means that there's a book coming out on July 9th. Precisely. Because she's turning the page. You said it, not me. <laughs> okay, so that is all the Taylor news from the weekend, I believe. I believe. Who knows? This bitch is doing the most. Like I know. I think it was Don't you think she's so tired? But it's like, was this just like a really big week? Like, would this weekend have felt so significant if you guys weren't there? Yes, but like Would it have been the top yeah, her and Matt Healy in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it would have been a story, but like we wouldn't have had boots on the ground information. No, we would not have. B O T G. We would not have. B O T G I. So that's the official Taylor, Taylor recap. It seems like things are going great with Taylor. I think it's a great time to be a Swifty and to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. Where does she head next for the tour? That's a good question. I don't know. Are you going to go again at MetLife? Yes, of course. Nice. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. The other big news of the weekend. King Charles coronation. Oh, yes. He has officially been crowned in Westminster Abbey. God save the king. So There was a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. So many cast members in this Showed up. situation that we could just and we do analyze every single second down to Prince Louis' yawn. And I just I feel like it makes me annoyed for him because I feel like he actually was on good behavior for him, but he yawned once and like that's the picture that goes viral. The thing is, is like leave the kids alone. Like first of all, how boring. Like remember when we used to have to like go to temple or like if you had to go to church as a kid, like it was so boring. Like no, no one was looking at you. Yeah, but like at the Jubilee, like he was doing the most and it was really funny and stuff and they like, try, they wanted to make that moment again, but like it was just a yawn. Like yeah. let the kid live. He did behave really well. Like yeah. I saw him on the balcony waving, like he was doing a good and job. I read they had a nanny ready to snatch him. Yeah, if, of course. If it didn't go. The Snatchler was at the coronation. I saw lots of clips from Katy Perry's performance. It looked, she really is like such an underrated performer. She's kind of like in her retirement era. She doesn't like release new music. She doesn't perform that much. She's like American Idol. But we forget, we forget. And she gave a, a big, she did roar in this big gown. She has amazing vocals. Like, you know what? She was a great selection. Did you also see Ed Sheeran? People were like, I saw, he spoke, he was been doing a lot of press and somebody asked him about the coronation, like why he said no. He's like, I saw this a million articles saying I said no. I was never asked. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. I just don't, I don't know how that's possible. And that makes me think that like all the other people who were like alleged to have said no weren't asked either. Not all of them. Mm-mm. No, but that makes no fucking sense. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I'm going to, that's, I just don't believe that's the whole truth. I don't think Ed's lying, but like, I just feel like. That makes no sense. They, yeah. they definitely asked. Like, well, he said they, they didn't. didn't. Maybe Charles is like not a fan. Yeah, maybe he prefers more like American pop princesses. Can you blame him? No, you can't. So other news from, I haven't watched really the Carnation concert. I want to watch Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. And they also had like other smaller artists. I saw there was like a Romeo and Juliet rendition. Cute. Like really sweet. Um, and it looks really nice. Also King Charles, Cavalier Spaniel. And Queen Camilla, like, came on American Idol. Did you see that video? What? 
Lionel and Katie shot from Windsor Palace, a little message that's for American cool. Idol. And the two of them crashed the oh, video. Oh, that's cute. They're not crashing anything. No, they of course not. They literally stumble yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really cute. That is cute. Like, weird to, like, put such a fixation on, like, American Idol. This is, like, a fully British thing, but, like, whatever. Um, I think he wants to just include everyone. Let's talk about the picture. You know how I always talk about, you know, that picture of Meghan and Harry with the umbrella in the rain and the blue mm-hmm. dress, how that's, like, a textbook historic photo. Mm-hmm. We got one. Of Kate. Kate looking out the window with the rain and the jewels in her hair and the glam. I don't, she Obviously, she got like Patrick Todd to do her makeup. She looked fucking snatched. She never really wears a lot of makeup. Like she did like full Kardashian glam. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. Also, her outfit and her crown and everything was not what I expected at all. And the fact that she matched with Charlotte, it was really like modern, but also not. It was really like Game of Thrones, like the cape. It was sickening. And it's not the choice I would have thought that she would make or even that I would make. I would go like, you know, carnation has happened in like 80 years. I would be as traditional as one could get with like an actual tiara. But no, she killed it. No, she stole the show like beyond. I think everyone was like, Harry, no. Kate stole the show but Harry was there and everyone is really fixating on the fact that he got shafted seat wise one because he wasn't sitting with like you know the core members and two because he sat behind Princess Anne who wore the biggest hat you could not see Harry at all I'm sure he honestly didn't mind in terms of like you know it's so awkward so we didn't have to make eye contact with anyone but like it is like kind of like a slap in the face yeah yeah he also fled london like an hour after he yeah. did not stay he for tea no he didn't no stick biscuits. around he wasn't on the balcony i don't think he would have been invited to be on the balcony but i think that that makes sense because they're very much like about the nuclear family um like the thing is like him not that's being always on been it. charles's thing is trimming the family down yeah but like if he was on it, we would be like, yeah, he's nuclear family. And he's not on it. But like, he's not. He's really both. Like, if they had had another brother. It would be it would, interesting. We would always be comparing. Yes. We would always be comparing how the two brothers are being treated. But it's just the two of them. And one of them is the successor. So, like, we could argue both sides, you know, till we're sick. Yeah. But I don't think it's, like, a, a huge deal that he wasn't on the balcony. He doesn't live in he's the UK. He's also, like, exited the royal family. He wrote a fucking book. Like, you're yeah. not going on the balcony, bro. I know. Like, the fact that, Nobody like, here wants you on the balcony. It's a small space. The fact you're that, like, he was still there, it. given, like, the book, the Oprah, the documentary. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so unself-aware. And I saw just pictures of him... At like at the ceremony and like walking in and stuff and he was like smiling so big and it just felt like so fraudulent like so fraudulent obviously you're not happy to be there you hate them they, they hate, hate you. you and like your, your wife hates them your family's not there like this is a very contentious situation like you haven't seen them since you wrote a whole ass book, book. about them one of three about everyone in the room yep and you're smiling and the institution like you think we don't know why yeah it's it's honestly bizarre that he went yeah like I don't I don't really get it I I think he like wants to have his cake and eat really it wants too to, it's like you know family 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 and I'm so family family of course but it's like I think after the book like we draw the line you in know? the documentary yeah honestly after Oprah like uh, after Oprah yeah yeah but there were still things like they went to the Jubilee yeah and it was also Archie's birthday her funeral her his funeral Philip right it's just weird yeah yeah like of course megan didn't go Mm-hmm. like so why did he because he like i don't know he, he like he like needs some sort of he like like he has this need i feel like of like validation from like the british people i think he thinks like the british people love him but the ones that go and like stand outside of the carnation like they don't love him no no 
I don't know. You just have to make a choice, you know? I'm just also, like, so random. I'm not, like, seeing Camilla as queen. Like, I don't know why. She doesn't give queenie energy. No, but also that's because, well, one, like... The previous queen was, like, the queen. The queen. And now she's she's the queen via marriage, which is just, like, a different... Role. Role. And that's why we're, like, more focused on King Charles. No, for sure. It's just, like, they say king and queen. I'm like, no. It's the king and Camilla. Like, I'm all in on the royal family. I just, like, wish... There was more to root for with King Charles, you know? I know. He's, like, such a loser, like, for real. Especially, the, like, the crown did him nary a favor. Like, he, like if you thought he was a loser before the crown, like, he was in a bigger loser after the crown. And, I don't know, he's just, like, if his name weren't King Charles, if I probably his, would like him less. If his name weren't King Charles, I would, my enthusiasm level would be halved. Agreed. I'm obsessed with, and by the way, him and Camilla should get a King Charles for it. Oh, if they don't, for like, the palace. missed opportunity. Like, duh. Uh, Streisand will come over. Streisand will come over. Theo will stay, stay here. Theo doesn't like, you know, traveling abroad. Neither does Streisand, but he would do it for the monarchy. Right, and for the breed. And for the breed. And there hasn't been a King Charles in the palace for a while. No, because the queenie was kind of anti-Charles. She was corgi. She was a corgi girly and the Dachshund. That was like her one fault that she didn't love King Charles Cavaliers because they're so royal and she was such a dog person. She was obviously just like advised by, you know, dumb, ugly people. Miss. Yeah, it wasn't her. It was the people around her. Agreed. And then she falls in love with corgis and then that's her, like, you know what I mean? It's kind you, of like us and King She's Charles. like a victim of circumstance. I think also the Waleses should get a King Charles. Yeah, they need a dog. I think they have a dog. Like a big dog. Yeah. But it's they, like very American of them. Yeah. But they need a King Charles. Yeah. Someone needs a motherfucking King Charles. It was honestly a great weekend for, you know, the king to be and the queen to be. Like, I feel like they stole the show. Like, I, f I literally forget that the day was about Charles. All the pictures I saw were of Kate and the kids and William. And he looked so handsome and regal. And she was just giving glamour, elegance, sophistication, snatched co her contour. Like, she was wearing, like, a smoky eye. It was really about them, even though it wasn't. Yeah, and I think as much as, like, Charles wants to be, like, the number one guy in this group, I think he also wants the the royal family to remain really popular. And so all of that fanfare. goodwill and fanfare and popularity for the whales is, is good for the whole ship. Yeah, but, like, it's just so sad. Like, honestly, what a miserable, like, life. It's never been about Charles. Like, even when the day is supposed to be about him, we're all like, look at Kate's eyeliner, look at Kate's dress. Like, he's just like, he's not a main character. No, Even he doesn't though, like, have his main birthright, energy. His birthright is to be the main character, but he was always Elizabeth's son, and now he's William's dad. Like, we don't care. And, like, no amount of jewels, like Camilla wearing this big ass necklace, like, we still don't care. It's sad. At least he has Camilla. It's true. Like, the one thing he wanted in life that he fought so hard for, he got. And you know what? They really are so in love. It's actually sweet. Yeah. It's like the notebook. Yeah. If you change your perspective. If you change your perspective, like, Diana was James Marsden. We love James Marsden. Love. Yeah. But we all took Ryan Gosling's side. And Ryan Gosling is Camilla, whether you want to... We hate her or love her. Like, it is the truth. Yeah. It's a love story in its own weird way. It's a modern, fucked up love story. Yeah. So happy for the royals. I didn't get to consume as much of the content as I wanted to. I, I'm not really sure why. The time why. difference. Like, fuck like, by like the happened, time we woke up, it was over. And then I kept feeling like I was already missed the Coronation concert, but I didn't. Did you see Lionel Richie at the Coronation? He looked unreal. I only saw Katy Perry, but like, it's on my list of things to do to go watch. Like, he went to the, they went to the ceremony, too. Katy, did you see Katy Perry at the ceremony? I did. She looked 
hilarious. Like she, but she, her outfit was fabulous. Like it yeah. wasn't so like shiny. Like she just blended in. But the footage of her looking for her seat, she was like alone. I feel like these celebrities are used to going to events with like publicists, agents, assistants, managers. Right. But like, there's no. This is a carnation. Like you walk in by yourself and you look at your ticket and you go find your seat. And she was like wandering around with her fascinator on, like not able to find her seat. And it was truly, honestly, she never looked so cute. Like it was hilarious. Really cute. It was funny. I didn't see anything of Lionel Richie, but like, I love that they had each other. They're obviously like friends. They work together. And honestly, like, it's a cute friendship. It is. I'm going to watch the, I'm sure the concert's on YouTube now. I wonder if the Granges were there. They're like, they were. so yes, they went to the Carnation concert. I don't know if they went to Carnation Day because I don't think Sophia posted a picture of herself. Like, in no, a- I meant the parents. Oh. Because they're like aristocrats. He's a l- lord. lord and she's a lady. Yeah. So they're aristocrats and Lionel, the familial connection. Did Sophia, what did she post? She posted, once she posted Lionel's outfit of the coronation ceremony, and then she posted like her outfit going to the concert. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. So I'm sure the parents were there too. Yeah, the parents were definitely there. Like probably like had seats. Yeah. In the church. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. Happy for the new king and queen. Me too. It was a nice weekend for everyone. Yeah, it Americans was. and Brits alike. American royals Taylor. and British royals. Yes. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? What story number is this? Three. Oh damn, okay. It's it's upsetting news oh. that Yellowstone will end with oh. season five in November and a sequel series will debut a month later. Okay, so it's they're giving us the good with the bad. I want to take responsibility. Um I feel like one, like once I started watching the show, like everything mm-hmm. went downhill. Like it was all going fine and well and seamless until I, you know, Turdy Lou showed up. And two, obviously Taylor Sheridan was like really rattled by, you know, my my aggressive behavior. appearance, behavior at Stagecoach. And he was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this anymore. So I take responsibility. Thank you, Turdy. I will not fault you because I know how that feels. Because when I love something, at least I got five seasons of a show that I love. Yeah, usually when you love I, something. Usually I get one. It's like the kiss of death. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jackie likes this show. Better go cancel it. Yeah. It's not meant for the world to see. Yeah. It's the end of an era for Yellowstone and the beginning of a new one. The modern day Western will conclude following its next installment, which will air in November on Paramount Network, pending the length of the current writer's strike, though. Oh, right. But the show will also go on as the studio has ordered yet another sequel in the Taylor Sheridan created franchise, one with Yellowstone in its title, to debut in December. No casting has been announced for the new series, although it's been rumored that the network was in conversation with Matthew McConaughey oh, yeah. for the Dutton-centric spinoff, and it's feeling like that's what it's going to be. Okay, but like, what does that mean for all the characters we know and love, Rip and Beth? Like, yeah. they're done too? I don't think I don't think necessarily. I'm sure they're still working it all out, but this show, the Dutton story continues picking up where Yellowstone leaves off in another epic tale. So there is room for the characters we know and love to be in it. But there's also room for Yellowstone to continue without Kevin Costner. Like, I just want to say, he might have been the initial draw to the show. He was this big name. It was on a network nobody had heard of. But, like, the show did such a good job of making you fall in love with so many of the characters. Like, it could be conceived he dies. And we could move on. And it's like, the legacy, what do we do now? And it's like, Beth Rip and Casey. Like, there is, like, it just feels like a little premature. I would say yes, but did you watch last night's Succession? No. I'm two episodes behind positively dreadful no my by the way once okay so you planted a seed in my brain that succession stings and now i watch it i'm like this is the worst show on television i then planted the seed in abe's head abe called me last night he's like Did you watch succession the show was horrible i'm telling you once we are opening people's eyes last night's episode like now i'm officially done i like i would 
I was watching to recap it on the show and stuff. And also sometimes I don't have a lot going on on a Sunday night. Not a lot going on at the moment. On. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I started the show Working Moms. I wish I watched that last oh night. Oh my God, wait. Do you never watch that show? No. Are you starting from the beginning? Yeah. It's so good. It's really cute. Zach and I are really enjoying it. And I'm glad that I waited till I was a mom to watch it because I feel like I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because there's like a lot of really niche mom stuff. Mom stuff that I'm like, yes. And by the way, you the final season just was released on Netflix. You have so much content ahead of you. I think it's like six seasons. Yeah. So like I wish that I watched that last night or watched the Patreon blogs and said I watched it this morning. Like, right. Succession was positively dreadful. I'm so sorry. It's not even about, and I blame you for looping me back in because I was done after Logan died, but then you made that next episode sound so good with the letter and the cross out. Okay, not like you blaming me no, for HBO's I'm problems. Blaming, no, it's a compliment that you make every, like you just made it sound I am a so great appealing. storyteller. Yeah, and I feel like that drew me back in last, I, I, and I forget what happened last week, but it was just, it's bad. Like me and Zach are both sitting on our phones. Yeah. And I'm like, is this over yet? I want to go to sleep. No, it's so like dreadful and it's like colorless and lifeless and it's just boring. It's not funny. Like Logan was the only comic relief. Agreed. Nobody else is funny and it's really, really bad. So what does that mean for Yellowstone? Because well, so once then, like the th person th that's dies. That's what I'm saying. Like you would think, okay, succession. Now we'll have the, the act of succession and who's going to take over. Mm -hmm. But it's terrible. Mm -hmm. The only difference being that like we love Rip and Casey and Beth and like there are lovable characters. For me on succession, like I really only loved Logan. No, but and on succession, like the writing is like meant to like, nothing's ever really supposed to happen. Like that's the whole concept. Like no, the storyline never moves forward. It's like, oh, they crowned a successor temporarily. Like that's the yeah. whole point. They're like fucking with us. Yellowstone, they don't do that. The writing, the writers don't fuck with us. Yeah, I guess that's become the point of succession. Yeah. People say that it's satire. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. No, but like, then wouldn't we be laughing? And I'm not saying that like in a shady way, but when I watch, when I think of succession, like I don't think of a comedy. Yeah. It's a drama. I don't, I honestly don't know what the fuck it is. And I'm so like, I have no desire. I actually had my, on my computer, the, the new episode downloaded on my flight home from LA, six hours, my flight to Nashville and my flight home from Nashville. And I didn't even open my, like, I'm so, I'm so uninterested. Claudia, it's so bad. But like for the culture, all, for the toast, like I will watch. Yeah. You really don't, I don't think that you need to. Protect yeah. your peace. I'm devastated about Yellowstone. I'm not going to lie. Like this is really tough. Me too. And just to know that like, it's not all hunky dory behind the scenes and it doesn't feel like the family that we think that it is. No. And like everything we've been hearing about like Kevin and like now the divorce, like it's all, you know, there was smoke and there is a fire. Yeah. So... At least they're giving us another show. Yeah, you know, I mean, Taylor Sheridan is making way too much money to just stop. Like, yeah, but he's got a lot on his plate now. He has 1923, Four Sixes coming up, 1883. Oh, I'm excited about Four Sixes. Tulsa King, he does too. The commercials oh. that are so fucking loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever watch the commercials? Never. I watch on Paramount Plus. Oh. And uh, or no, sorry, on Amazon Prime. Damn, they've got to adjust the volume. I'm sorry. It's messed up. Um, before we continue, let me just let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Go Macro. In the face of adversity and a fight for survival against cancer, a mother and daughter took their love to the kitchen and Go Macro was born. Now they're spreading the power of a balanced plant-based lifestyle across the country with Go Macro. Available in 17 full-size mouthwatering flavors and five kids flavors, all Go Macro products are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, and soy-free. Macro bars are made from a combination of plant-based ingredients that serve as a healthy and delicious way to keep you fueled throughout the day. 
If you have a food allergy or a dietary restriction, they offer three delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter, plus chocolate, and 11 certified food map friendly flavors so that everyone can enjoy a delicious snack. So if you are constantly just like needing energy, needing a snack in your purse, Go macro. We have them at the studio. Jackie eats one probably every morning before the toast. And the way she chews them like does make me want to strangle her. But she's a pregnant woman and I'm not going to do that. Um, they're perfect to just throw in your purse. Take with you on a long travel day. Take with you at your desk. They're delicious. Get your hands on the delicious um, new flavors that they have, which is mint chocolate chip. They combine 11 grams of plant-based protein and organic cashew butter with a touch of peppermint. And you can join us in supporting Farm Sanctuary by going to gomacro.com and using promo code TOAST for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders of $50 or more. Again, that's code TOAST at gomacro.com for 30% off plus free shipping. Today's episode is also brought to you by Honey. The easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. When you're shopping online at one of your, uh, one of your favorite websites, when you check out, the Honey button will appear and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if they find a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Just happened to me for this natural birthday gift. I got a nice chunk of change back thanks to Honey. Last night I bought something online and I got an, I was like, uh, I don't need Honey. Famous I don't know last words. Famous last words. I was like, you know what, let me just, I'm just maybe they could do something. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, I got like $25 off. The amount of things I've spent, saved money on a honey, like makeup, clothes, electronics, food, gifts for the satchel, so many different things. They really cover such a wide range of products and websites. And now you can also do it on your iPhone. They don't just work on desktops anymore. You activate it on your Safari on your phone and you will save on the go. If you don't already have honey, you are straight up missing out. By getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the toast. So get PayPal honey for free when you go to joinhoney.com slash toast. That's J-O-I-N-H-O-N-E-Y.com slash toast to get PayPal honey for free. Save yourself money, save yourself service, save yourself energy, and joinhoney.com slash toast. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next story, Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello are getting cozy on an LA date night after Coachella kiss. Yeah. Sean and Camila were spotted getting cozy on a date night in LA. The exes were spotted hugging as they greeted each other for a comedy show at the Hollywood Improv on Melrose. They were also seen chatting, giggling, and smiling at each other outside the venue. They then headed to the Sunset Tower in West Hollywood. Like, there's hugging. They're totally back together. And when those pictures surfaced at Coachella, like, the quote that was given to Page Six by, like, insiders close to Camila were like, no, like they're not dating. It's just like, you know, running into an ex. Like they were gaslighting us. Like they're dating. Who cares? Or maybe like they weren't, they got back together at Coachella. Like maybe they had a good time at Coachella. You know, emotions are high. There's your ex. Why not make out? And then, and then they were like, well, why not? Why did we break up in the first place? Why did they break up in the first place? I don't know. And actually something I really like about Sean Mendes is like, he's obviously this like, you know, the hottest man alive. Like, everyone's obsessed with him. And he doesn't, like, thirst out and, like, date a million people. Like, he's really, like, been in love with the same girl since they met when they were 14. And, like, it's actually really sweet. I know a lot of people are like, this is boring. Like, I wish he would date, like, a million models. Like, I actually really like this. It makes me really like him that he's not, like, thirsting and, like, going to, like, a million clubs every night and being spotted with different girls. Like, he met Camilla when they were both, like, you know, Vine and... And X Factor Lines, Kings. Vines, and Trying Times. And like, he just has loved her since then. And like, it's actually really sweet. It is really sweet. I hope they get married. What do you think about his outfit? He's giving Coastal Grandmother. Oh, not him wearing like the Aritzia pants that all the girls on TikTok wear. And like a Spanx bodysuit. 
and like loafers. That's it's literally a cute getting, outfit. Like looks like something Emma Chamberlain would wear. Totally. Influential I would queen. Wear it. It's not my favorite. So to answer your question, it's not my favorite Sean look. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I'm happy for them. Like, I hope that this means that they're back together. Truly. Yeah, I feel like it does. And I think that's nice. I think that's nice. Too. Like, people are always like, what does this mean? It's like, they're on a date. Like, they're dating, you know? Like, that's what it means. Yeah, but I also feel like being such, so high profile, if they wanted to just hook up and not be back together and keep it low key, like, they wouldn't be going to the Hollywood Improv and Sunset Tower. So I yeah. feel like they're also telling us something. What are your thoughts on, like, going to comedy shows as dates? Like, they know each other really well so like it's fine but like as like a date because no. I always see clips like Hannah Burner's always posting like she does crowd work and like she's like calls out like a people and if you're on a date with someone like it's not so awkward like someone you don't really know oh not because you're gonna be called out but I think that like I would say not until maybe after the fifth date is that an option just like going to a movie because we are here to get to know each right. other that's true and you can't really get to know each someone at a comedy show but it is like a good bonding experience like if you go to a comedy show and then get dinner and you guys can like Bond, recap like do we have the same sense of humor it's not something that should be like in the really early stages of dating because it's you know you don't have that much time and mm. it's, it's a long time um you don't have to wait till you're like boyfriend girlfriend but I think like first date second date third what was date, your first no. date that well f the first time we like went out was like with you and Ben but oh, that wasn't yeah. our first date then we just like went to dinner the next night yeah me and Ben did like drinks drinks is good penny farthing penny farthing third avenue and I think they sell spritz now full circle Full circle. Yeah. Like a, like a few years after that, I made Ben go back to Penny Farthing and like recreate the date and like sit in the same table. And he, I thought it was like so cute. And he like wanted to kill me. He's like, this bar sucks. Like, let's go. I'm like, no, this is the birthplace of our love. And it sucks. Yeah. And it's like not. It's like the most fun bar. It's just, it's for a certain it's for young time kids. And place in your life. Yeah. It's like a college bar. Yeah. No, but it was the spot. It is still the spot for, for NYU kids. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think like a few dates, like maybe on our third date or something, Zach and I went to a concert actually. Oh, that's crazy. Which isn't like, I would what say- What concert? Uh, the weekend. Huh. Yeah. But I would say like that falls into the same co category as like a comedy, comedy show. show. But we had already been getting to know each other for a while. Yeah, you so guys like worked together. You knew each other like yeah. as friends. Plus like the cab right there, we talked. The right. cab right back. All right, 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 right. Because it was at Barclay, so it was a long ride. Oh, that is a long ride. I would like feel self-conscious to like dance. Like I don't think I'm a very good dancer. You're a very good dancer. And actually so is Zach. And we both love music. So I, you know what? It's actually the perfect and thing for us worked, to do. And you guys both and you worked at iHeartRadio. So you were both like music people. Yeah. And so I guess like you and Ben actually could have gone to a comedy show. Because we're both like funny. If you both have that in common. But you could go to a comedy show with someone and like you could think it's hysterical and they would be like, this is offensive. Yeah. And then, oh, but then goodbye. yeah, it's best to know. But also you could see a bad comedy show and the person's like, that was so funny. No, it's best to know if they're like, this is offensive. Like they're obviously a wiener and you shouldn't date them. But what if you saw bad comedy and the person thought it was funny? I think that's sweet. I don't think, honestly, I, I do. I think that's very sweet. Okay. Yeah. Depends on and what kind of And then I'm like, comedy. oh, your bar for comedy is so low. Just You'll wait till you hear me. Yeah. It depends on what kind of bad comedy, honestly. Yeah. Right. If it's like misogynist, like, <laughs> like, like, no, you know? Why? Because it's offensive? No, I literally, I found, I felt myself, <laughs> I felt myself being hypocritical. It's a trap. I trapped you. No, no, no. By the way, I, when I mean misogyny, I mean like hardcore. Like I have seen people sets like doing jokes about like, rape like that's insane but then some other people like make funny jokes about women like and they're like this is misogynistic no and that's not misogynistic it's just funny yeah so I meant like actual misogyny great thank you yeah. for the clarification yeah no because I was being hypocritical I felt no you're right <laughs> like my, my bad my bad 
Okay, are you ready for our fifth and final story? Wow, already? Wow, this is like our longest show. Keep going, yeah. Amber Heard quits Hollywood and moves to Madrid. Okay, wait, I heard this, but then I also heard like reports are servicing that she will be cast in the next Aquaman. So I had heard that, and then like a week later, she's off in Madrid. Well, maybe she is moving to Madrid, but she's going to like come do Aquaman. You know what this is giving? Hmm. Evelyn Hugo and Celia, they like move to Spain and like finally just like retire. But who's Celia? I don't know, just like Spain. Oh, I just like t- actors who are in Spain. I totally disagree. Okay, cool. Um, I'll just go. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Daily Mail claimed that they can reveal that Amber has quit Hollywood and quietly relocated to Spain with her young daughter. She's bilingual in Spanish and is happy there, raising her daughter away from all of the noise. They said, I don't think she's in any hurry to return to work or to Hollywood, but she'll probably come back when the time is right for the right project. So next week for Aquaman 2. Um, I just want to check something really quick. What are you going to check? Yes, Amber Heard still follows me on Instagram. That's just like kind of like one of my claim to fame. It's like something fun and fresh about me. Yeah. She follows 52 people. And Turdy's one of them. So as someone who she follows, what do you think about this for her? I mean, Spain is a gorgeous part of the world. Like, she has a lot of money. Actually, I don't know. She has to like pay back. and she. Yeah, and now she's not working, but I... Also think like Elon helps. Yeah, because that's Elon's kid. That's or, the like rumor. a theory. Okay. It's a theory, but the, but like no. Yeah, but like, like there were theories that he paid for her lawyers too. Yeah, that would have been nice. It's a very possible theory, yeah. but it's been no way confirmed by Proven. either of them, so we can't say. Got it. Okay, but let's just assume Elon helps with the bills. Live your best life. No, and Elon, I got some bills too. So, won't have a baby. He would love to. Uh, he loves babies. He does. He's kind of like the Nick Cannon of tech. Yeah. No, together they're repopulating the earth. You love that. Yeah. Love that. It's beautiful. Um, what was the story? Oh, she's moving to Madrid. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. I hope she does Aquaman too. I've like never she, seen any of the Aquamans. I saw Aquaman 1 and it was like not good. Wow. Which is surprising because you love Jason Momoa. love Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Nicole Kidman. Not good. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I believe she plays, I don't know who. Is she in it? Aquamom? Like Aquamama. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. And it was just like stupid. Wow. Yeah. For me, like I'll never be able to get past like the Aquaman thing as it pertains to Entourage. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. I was just thinking that too. And Nicole Kidman is in it. Like I just don't understand. Oh, and Patrick Wilson, who you love. I love Patrick Wilson. You should watch Aquaman. Nah. That would be a good movie for you and Ben to watch. Like if you're ever looking for common ground. If like it's his birthday or something, I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What were we saying? Entourage. Oh, yeah. I'll never understand how, like, Aquaman was, like, a fictional movie, like, in a TV show, and then, like, it was real. I don't get it. Because it was, it's really not that crazy. Aquaman was a cartoon that hadn't been made into a movie yet. It was a comic, sorry, not a cartoon. And so, in Entourage, they just made it a storyline that, like, they're making this comic into a movie, which they And then they just actually ended up doing that. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah, but they do that all the time. That's, like, you know, uh, the Brie Larson one. Who was she? Miss Marvel or something? Yeah. Marvelous Miss Marvel. Marvelous Miss Marvel. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. I just like, while I get it, I still don't. You know? Yeah. Like, to me, like Aquaman is always just like entourage. Until you see it. By the way, everyone was singing this this weekend. How can a person know everything at 18 and nothing about Dirty Lou? What are the real lyrics? 
How can a person know everything at 18 and nothing at 22? I like your version better. Duh. Turdy's Turdy's version. version. Also. I think that should be our title today. When Jason Momoa was cast in Aquaman, like everyone was like, oh my God. Of course. So we've all like kind of gotten over this. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> just kind of like one thing about me, like I am stuck in the past. Like I do things that like everyone says I should do. Like I've actually been thinking like maybe I'm going to start working out. Like I know people have only been telling me that for 10 years, but like this You're feels, finally ready. It feels right. It feels right, right, much like a redhead's rating. That feels right. That feels right. Reading. Yeah. Downton Med- I don't really meditate. Okay. Actually, no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to really. I don't meditate like ever. Okay. I have a hatch. And then just tell me about the 13 on your hand. Oh, I yes. It's written in Sharpie and I've taken three showers and it hasn't come off. Um, you shouldn't use Sharpie on your skin. No, I'm aware. It was just like... Not even because it doesn't come off, but it gets into your bloodstream. Okay, Grandma. Like, it's fine. Um, Why couldn't you use something else? Because I was going to do it with makeup. Cute. And then I left my room and forgot. Mm. And then on the way out, I just asked the hotel desk if they had a Sharpie and they happened to have like a glitter one. So it it is what it is. Who did the 13 for Abe. You? It's a nice 13. Yeah. I mean, it's fading, but it was pretty good. You should have gotten a tattoo, like, from Amazon. <gasps> Once again, great ideas <laughs> after the concert. You're so helpful. Thanks. <laughs> For MetLife. For MetLife, yeah. Thanks. Okay. That's our show. That's our show. The curds are running out. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast-five stories you need to know every Monday, Friday, and YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, please feel subscribe. Please give a thumbs up. Also, please subscribe. 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 Please subsc